Hi, this is Steve Morse from Deep Purple, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks. Hello, everybody. This is Ryan Roxy from the Alice Cooper Band, and you are listening to Iron City Rocks. Hey, everybody. This is Kenny Lane Shepherd, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks. Hello and welcome to episode 390 of the Iron City Rocks podcast. I'm your host, Sean, coming to you from the Iron City of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. This episode, we're bringing to you an exciting new band called Black Coffee. Black Coffee is based out of Ohio, and they recently released their first album entitled Take One. Before we get to that interview, though, let's listen to a track from that album. This track's called I Barely Know Her. Yeah. 
All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. With me on the phone, I have Tommy and Justin from the band Black Coffee. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing fantastic, man. Thank you. Pretty well. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. It's uh, you know, it's late night here, but uh, you know, glad you guys could uh, call in. Um, talk about this band, Black Coffee. You guys, relatively new band based out of Columbus, Ohio. Um, just released your first album called Take One, first single, first video, I Barely Know Her. Phenomenal song. Um, can you guys talk a little bit about how you guys came to be and, and how this album came to be? Because this album is probably one of the best albums I've heard all year. And, you know, it's, it's you know, for a band that's not being signed and for a band as young as you guys are, this album's incredible. Well, thank you. Yeah, man. Well, first off, you know, we just want to say, uh, you know, thanks for having us on and thanks for your kind words. Uh, that's, you know, that's just, that's what we're trying to do is make music that people enjoy. So, I mean, we enjoy it. So we're glad to hear, you know, as, you know, past couple months that other people are enjoying it too. Um, as far as, uh, as far as the band goes, um, it, you know, we've all jammed together at different points through different times. Uh, me, and uh and justin we were in a band years and years ago called plain old henry and uh we jammed with that band all the way through my high school you know career and all that um after plain old henry uh disbanded justin went to uh to berkeley he moved to boston massachusetts and went to the berkeley school of music uh after he left um i with the remaining members of plain old henry uh formed a band called electric dream machine and we got uh ehob the singer, you know, bass player. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he, you know, he was a singer for that band and that was cool and everything. Um, and then Justin basically came back on winter break one year, uh, you know, in, uh, it would have been winter break in 2016. And, uh, I was just like, man, you know, you're the best guitar player. I know you have the best singer. I know we got to get you guys in a room together. So we, uh, we all just got together and, uh, and started jamming. And that was actually the first time that we ever jammed. I barely know her. That was a riff that Justin had wrote, uh, years before and we were kind of just getting getting together and mm -hmm. had something to jam something new and uh so yeah and so <laughs> the thing i always like to say is justin came back from you know berkeley for winter break and basically never went back <laughs> you know pretty much <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 awesome story now what about this combination of you three kind of you know said to you guys this is it um yeah as far as like what about it yeah I'm, I would say that, I mean, for me, um, it's hard for me just as a guitar player to play with, um, different drummers and, uh, musicians know a lot like this, especially if you're a guitar player or a bass player, when you're trying to uh, play with a drummer that, you know, you're, you're trying to get in a band or start a band with, um, you, it's, it's really gotta be something where you guys almost have to know where the other person is going before they get there. Mm -hmm. And the thing with with Tommy is that he has such a unique style, whereas he comes from that kind of old school, you know, rock classic book of you know the 1970s, you know, drummers, you know, like John Bonham and Ginger Baker and right. Bill Ward, Alex Van Halen, that stuff. So um, there's just a certain feel, and I think that when the three of us first got into a room, we allowed each other um, the opportunity and the benefit of the doubt, if you will, to kind of do what we wanted to do and experiment and maybe take some risks 
you know, that, that necessarily some artists and bands might not be taking at this time, you know, or at least this is how we're thinking when we got together in a room in late 2016. Right. And um, basically just kind of allowed each other to get our licks in, man. And after we we started jamming, I barely know her. It was um, just everything just kind of spiraled after that. Everything just kind of, you know, one song kind of came out right after another, another, another. And, um you know, between the three of us, like Tom had said, that we'd all had experience jamming together, but never at the three of us at the same time. So mm-hmm. we had experience, um, and I think that that helped the transition definitely. But it's just it's one of those things, man. I guess you know when you know. <laughs> right. Until you get a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that, that won't be happening anytime soon. Uh, hopefully, because I mean, you guys got something good going on here. Um, Let's talk about the album and, and your influences. Like when I listen to this album, I'm hearing, you know, a lot of the old seventies, eighties, I hear Van Halen in there. I hear Aerosmith. Um, but there's something fresh about all these songs that makes them more modern. Um, can you talk a little bit about, you know, you guys' influences? Do you all have the same influences or separate influences that you guys all brought together? Uh, so I, you know, me and Justin, uh, we grew up kind of in the same uh, scenario both of our parents you know both of our sets of parents grew up in the 80s so you know I grew up you know Justin grew up listening you know to you know and then we all listened to the same shit but his dad was a huge uh Van Halen mm-hmm. ACDC Ted Nugent kind of guy you know my dad was you know he introduced me to Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath and you know uh, all the way you know back to like the Beatles and you know the Buddy Rich kind of stuff and uh so I think that's where and then, you know, Ehab, he didn't really grow up on any of that classic rock stuff. He grew up mostly on, like, Michael Jackson and, like, James Brown, more like the pop stuff. Oh, wow. Uh, just because, like, that's what, his, that's what his parents were into. Mm-hmm. Um, so when, when he met us, uh, he really started coming in and listening to, like, the really heavy, you know, 70s stuff, like, you know, the deep cuts, like, you know, Deep Purple and Grand Funk Railroad and stuff. Right. And uh, so we all, we all love that music, and we all still actively listen to that music. But then I think when you said it had like a modern twist, it's like, you know, we, we, we weren't born in the fifties. We were right. born in the, the, you know, the nine. So we, we grew up, you know, as much as I listened to Zeppelin, I listened to Metallica and Alice in Chains and Nirvana and stuff. So even though classic rock is all of our favorite genre and that's what we like to play and we like to listen to, we still love all that other different kinds of music, which is where I think you're hearing that newer mm-hmm. uh, kind of flair come through. Right. Um, you guys, uh, like a you know new younger band, Columbus. What, what can you talk a little bit about the scene in Columbus? I mean, I'm stuck here in Pittsburgh. Don't get out that way too much. But you know, talk about the scene in Columbus and like you know how you guys are trying to bust out of there. Um, we're actually pretty fortunate. Um, Columbus is a really really hot music scene right mm-hmm. now. Um. 21 pilots had come out of here a couple of years ago or however right. long, you know, that, that was ago now, um, star sets from out of here. Um, bear tooth is out of here. Um, us, and you've got another local band named harmless habit. That's been around. They've opened for bands like alter bridge. Um, so there's, there's a lot of talent here throughout the town. Um, I will say that it seems like the, the bands that um, have the biggest following, they all have their own unique niche, you know? Right. So, so we're, it's, it, we're lucky in that at least it's, it's diverse. So it's not just this 
you know, metalcore scene, or it's not just this, you know, indie scene. There's yeah. really a lot, you know, a lot of diversity there. Um, as far as getting out of Columbus, we uh, we just got back a couple weeks ago from we played uh, six six shows in seven days in Sturgis at the Full Throttle Saloon, um, and then we've done um, we played at uh, South by Southwest Music Festival this mm-hmm. past year in Austin, Texas. Um, working on a tour right now so it's all in the works um and hopefully we'll be playing pittsburgh sooner rather than later yeah uh, i'd love to see you guys here we'll definitely be pushing the hell out of that show um you guys you mentioned sturgis and you know i read about you know on your on your facebook and all that about uh, you guys going out to sturgis Can you talk about what that experience was like oh yeah i mean you know for me it's it's just really strange because before uh <clears throat> before black coffee i'd never played out of state right and uh and just just in 2018 you know i played in texas south dakota north carolina south carolina and uh it, it's really been quite the experience but sturgis was uh sturgis was amazing i mean it was just nothing but it was nothing but our people man it was a hundred percent classic rock hard rock loving you know you know dudes and ladies out there riding their motorcycles around right so it's just like and, and you know full throttle saloon we were fortunate enough to play there that's one you know that's the biggest biker bar in the world yep. and so it's like every night we got to play in front of a really big crowd of brand new people who'd never seen us and who like it was guaranteed that they loved our style right you know because like we we were playing we were playing three four hour shows uh you know at sturgis so we would we were covering God, I mean, you know, we played every one of our originals, and then we covered a bunch of Zeppelin yeah, and Deep Purple, we Ted Nugent. Much, we pretty much played all of Take One, all of our second album, and then <laughs> about like an hour and a half you know, worth of covers after that. So wow. uh, it was fun. It, we we totaled it up like if we were to go on the road with you know another band or two and and play. You know, we we actually did about a six week tours worth of music in that one week. So it was taxing and challenging, but it was, it was rewarding for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Um, you mentioned you guys have material for a second album, which, you know, is, is great. Cause you know, this first one is still relatively new. Um, how often do you guys, are you guys constantly writing? I mean, just, <laughs> just it's funny you said that. Cause just this morning we were, our, our practice schedules, they vary so much because we all have diff- different work schedules. Right. Stuff. So we were practicing at 10 o'clock this morning and uh, we're finishing up writing this new song that, that we were just talking about. Like, you know, this, this could even be like, you know, our, our, the, probably the number one on our list anyways, at this point of what our next like lead off single for the mm-hmm. next record would be. And it seems like that has just kind of keeps happening every time, you know what I mean? Where we'll write a song and we'll get really excited about it. And then we'll get another one and be like, wow, this one's even, so everything's kind of coming together. Um, And it's really trying to decide what, um, what tone and what vibe we want to go with, because obviously, you know, the take one is connected with um, so many people so quickly that we want to, you know, give people what, they know black coffee is but at the mm-hmm. same time you go and listen you know to zeppelin and acdc and van halen you know the, even though those those bands have a unique style you know you can listen to each record and you know pick out you know various nuances in, in all of them and where right. that they make that kind of you know tone so it, it just depends i mean we've even had conversations of doing a double album conversations of you know an acoustic album 
Um, so we're kind of kind of keeping all doors and all options open at this point. The the good thing is is that we have um, a lot of material that we're sitting on, and you know, and a lot more that we're still writing. So. Right, right. Well, it used to be back then, you know, with Van Halen, they had an album out every year, and, and you don't see that as much anymore because bands are on the road for so long just kind of supporting that album. But, um, you know, that's the one thing I liked about Take One, too. It's like every song on there was a great song. Every song was like, you know, it was there wasn't a lot of long songs. The album in total was like 35 minutes, which is almost like the perfect length, you know, to keep everyone's attention span and whatnot. And the fact that you guys got all these extra songs is, is, is real exciting. Now let's talk a little bit about like, you know, as a young band, um, what are your challenges for getting the music out there, you know, compared to like, you know, years ago you had to go, you know, through the A&R and get a label. Um, is that something you guys are looking for is getting a label or do you think guys want to try and keep it as, you know, independent as, as possible? Well, uh, you know, to to answer the first part of qu- your question, you were know, you know, you were talking about how getting you know, music out if we've faced any difficulties. Um, the biggest difficulty we've faced is a lot of pushback, uh, not a lot, but some pushback uh, from industry, some industry folks, because we don't uh, we don't record like in a modern sense. We mm-hmm. don't record like in a, in a modern style. Like the way Take One was recorded was basically we all went to the studio with the idea of okay we're going to record this album as close to as if it was 1970 as possible. Right. You know, there's obviously, things you know, that you can't do at this point in our career, which is, you know, tape or whatever. But um, we went in, you know, it was the three of us in a room, you know, no click track, no uh, auto tune, no, uh, you know, any, it, we, we tried to keep the digital wizardry in the, you know, studio, com- you know, as, as little as possible. Right. Um, so basically what you're hearing is basically our band practice. You know, we even nice. went into our studio engineer who was Colin at John Schwab recording. He's uh, very highly recommended. Um, we basically, he, you know, he was like, well, you know, we can record like this, but you know what the result's going to be. And we're like, <laughs> listen, we've, we've listened to enough vintage seventies records. We know what it's going to sound like. Right. And, you know, and then once he got, once he, once he figured out that that's what we really wanted, man, it was all, it was all on board. And we were basically like, Hey man, we basically want to be in the studio set up as if we're sitting in our garage having band practice. Cause that's when we play the best. Right. And he was like, okay, so that's, that's how we set it up and that's how we recorded it. So a lot of, you know, some industry folks don't like that. You know, um, they want to click track and auto tune and things like that, but we've had a way more support, you know, from a lot of industry folks than I thought was even possible. Well, we don't want to, we don't want to do things in the studio that we can't replicate live. Exactly. Also, I think is one of the things that we we strive for and in, in being that kind of raw band you know right right and that's and one of the things the, i'm sorry go ahead no you're fine i was just trying to recall the second part of your question like uh-huh. for a label. oh so the label yeah so so basically we're over the the past um really this past summer i i think i can say it we we've been working with someone um a couple of people actually who I can't say who their name right. um, names are, but um, they've been in the industry for a really long time. Worked with um, rock and roll Hall of Fame bands, mm-hmm. and we've been kind of doing a handshake kind of trial run with them, kind of feeling out, seeing their style, them you know, following our style and stuff. And 
um, basically that's, that's all in the talks right now. We're trying to figure, figure out, you know, like you said, with us being a young band, we do have kind of the, the ball is in our court in the sense of where, Hey, this is, you know, we're starting this off so we can take this in whichever direction mm-hmm. we want. You know, we can do, we can go that this, you know, do this on our own. We can go with a smaller label who might, you know, say, Hey, we want to make black coffee or our number one, you know, thing, or we want to, maybe we want to, you know, go to a bigger label that has a, a more reputable name, you know? So again, it's all something that is in the discussion right now. And we're kind of trying to, to plan it out. You know, we, you know, I hate to say it weren't, weren't, and, and we were prepared for people liking our music because we liked it. Um, we weren't prepared for the response that we right. got as quickly as we got. So now we're, we're getting out of state, you know, we're playing shows elsewhere and we're realizing, Hey, you know, this is something we're getting some attention from some folks. So, um, I think that something like that'll happen, it's, you know, it's becoming, real. it's becoming real. So, right. so one of the, the those decisions will be made, you know, sooner rather than later. Now, do you guys ever have to like kind of step back and like in disbelief, you know, like I can't believe this is happening like so quickly. Sometimes I think that like, and we talk about it too, like for me, even when we play shows still like, uh, or for our, our, our album release show, we had it um, at the A&R music bar, which is right outside of um, nationwide arena in mm-hmm. downtown Columbus. And um, it had, a, I think a capacity of 500, something like that. And we, um, sold it out like didn't even anticipate that and and it my show like pre-show jitters don't happen i don't really think about shows even when we're rehearsing the week up days up i do not feel it man until i am literally like <laughs> walking and i'm literally in the building and then right. i'm like okay yep this is happening yep. and i never thought in a million years that i would see a line of people wrapped around a building waiting to get into the doors to see my band play. And I was just like, so I was like that, that was one moment where I literally, I had to go kind of like we walked behind the building and there's this uh, back outdoor stage. that's really um, big, but uh, I don't think you probably were supposed to have access. <laughs> we kind of went out there and it was really quiet. It was cool. Cause there was a big open field at you know, lawn and we just sat on the, the stage and uh, you're just kind of like, man, let's just uh, sit in solitude here and, and meditate for a second. Right. Now you guys mentioned the way you recorded, you know, in the studio and, and, and which is kind of refreshing. I think that, you know, that rawness that you capture on sound is something that is missing from a lot of today's music. And uh, it's refreshing to see like a young band kind of, you know, embracing that older style of recording. Um, you mentioned touring. Is, is there a tour in the works at all? Uh, I mean, right now, uh, that uh, that team that we have kind of assembled with us that we were speaking about earlier, um, they're looking at a lot of different options. They're talking to a lot of different people. Um, so basically, we told them, you know, hey, our number one goal is to tour. Right. Our number one goal right now is to get out on the road because if we, you know, it, it, we we all believe, you know, in this. Like this isn't, you know, this isn't a pipe dream. Like we all think if we fight hard enough we're going to get this so we're just ready to get out play for everybody show people what we got you know because uh and and that's that's what i'm most excited for so we got a lot of different people uh that we're looking at trying to get us on a tour with somebody um 
I'm as soon as soon as anything like that happens, we'll be announcing. I wish we could throw the names around. Know, right. right. So hard. And we are like really excited, you know. So we were kind of like, you know, yeah, we're we're excited. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, uh, it, that's awesome. It's great to see a, a young band like you guys having, you know, the success that you will have because you guys are going to probably go far. I, I can, it's, the album's incredible. I just can't stop listening to it and talking about it. Um, but very much. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. I mean, it's, you know, I, I, I'm real picky. Like when I'm listening to new music and like when I, first time I heard, I barely know her. I was just like, wow, this is amazing. Um, I think I was do it about 20 times in a row. So it's, it's, you guys <laughs> definitely got something good going on here. Um, Hell yeah. Cool. I want to uh, thank you guys for taking time to talk to us. Um, we're going to be pushing this hard on our end. Um, so I want to wish you guys a bunch of luck. And I, I hope that we do get to see you here in Pittsburgh real soon. Dude. We, we hope to get out there and play for you guys. We'll be there one way or another. We will, we will get out there. We'll, we'll book a fucking, we'll book a Thursday night, four hour gig. And just go out there. That, we'll play noon on Sunday. We'll come, we'll bring acoustic guitars. We'll just go downtown. Awesome. I don't care. And blow the fuck up. Why not? That's awesome. Well, cool. Thanks guys for coming on and uh, good luck to you guys. Hey, thank, thank you, man. You. Okay, I'd like to thank Tommy and Justin for coming on the show. Again, the band's called Black Coffee. They're based out of Ohio. A uh, really exciting young band. Definitely worth checking out. Uh, pick up the album. The album's called Take One. Uh, really excited about this band. Uh, definitely give them your support. That about wraps up this episode. I'd like to thank you for tuning in. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to drop us a line at ironcityrocks at gmail.com. Uh, you can also check us out on all the usual social media sites. Until next time, thanks for listening.